0: yes Yes. um i'm gonna let moses uh hold on to the to the one game i would have mentioned but since i know it's coming down the pipeline i'm gonna hold off um i'm gonna throw out there a game that was imperfect but still super enjoyable the u.s ps4 release of yakuza 6 it's the end of the the story of the protagonist of all the yakuza games uh kazuma kiryu so it was just like really enjoyable. It was the first game that I played In the personally. Series? No, none of the Yakuza series, but that was like made for ever. PS4. <laughs> it was the first game like I ever the played. other games that I had played, like Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Kiwami, whatever, were made? F- they were like uprendered, remastered, but they weren't like this one was like actually made for PS4, not like PS3 imported uh, okay. to PS4. Um, so there's like a lot more. Like details, you can walk inside of buildings in the mall and whatever. um It wasn't a perfect game, but it was super enjoyable, especially if you're, you know, as you play through the series, you kind of grow on the character, even though he's like super macho BS, like <laughs> hyper WrestleMania masculinity. Oh, well. Wow. It's like played in such a way that you know it's like, a parody, a parody, yeah. like literally, like dudes like walk into a room in like full on like three piece suits, and then they're like, "All right, time to brawl for our honor," and then they like reach, like do one of these kind of motions, and like they rip off their whole shirt and tie and jacket, <laughs> and, like now they're just like shirtless standing there with like their back tattooed with like a dragon or a phoenix or something. So it's like super silly. But just a good time. All around. Some of the
1: social commentary from these games sound real hilarious, <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, what I don't know if it was this Yakuza that you're talking about, but there's one where I guess you could collect uh, adult actress um, trading cards yeah. or something like that. Yeah, is that yeah. this one? I think it's this one. Yeah. Okay, and the reward for getting them all is like an old pervert that appears in like his briefs and <laughs> right. like gyrates his hips and that's <laughs> it but it, i read somewhere that was like essentially the game is saying that's you <laughs> i was like that's really funny <laughs> that's super hilarious that you spent all this time in a digital world collecting adult actress trading cards <laughs> like what is wrong with you <laughs> so yeah that's that's some uh, hilarious stuff
0: yeah it's pretty funny and there's like uh, karaoke segments that are basically like, I don't know, they turn into like really silly like music videos, like Beach Boys style, like singing. Cause he goes, oh, what is it? Um, he goes to Hiroshima in this game. So you're like in this like little beachside city and you're like doing karaoke, but then like all the like villagers come out and they're like cheering for you. It's just hilarious. My kids really enjoyed those segments.
2: Sounds like a stellar game, Jay. It's pretty great.
0: (laughs) I know there's scenes where you're like running around. Okay, this is literally just the silliness. To let you know the level of silliness, because it's Japanese and because it's made by Sega, like all the titles and all the everything are over the top, like like fire emblazed fonts, like go fight rage, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's like missions where you have to take care of this baby that's like your. Grandson, basically, and it's like, go find milk. <laughs> yeah, <that's funny. laughs> that's so, awesome. so it's like midnight, and you're like running to convenience stores. <laughs> like, do you have any baby formula? <laughs> that's,
1: that's awesome.
0: That's funny. Okay, Moses. So tell us what uh, your
2: uh, listeners on your podcast, the Well Read Mage or the Mage Cast? Excuse me, Mage Cast. Um, on your, you know, because you your follow base is like well all into this, so that's why we told M- Moses, hey, ask your uh followers what they thought their their favorite game was or best games or whatever and uh so what what, what was some of the, like the common denominators and all these and you have a list there so you tell us like what this is our pulse of games but out there like um someone who uh is uh, has an uh, uh, another she covers a lot of e- esports uh cake bites that's the podcast she said that one of her favorite games out this year was uh Nino Kuni 3 or 2? 2. Oh. 2 Revenant Kingdom. Yeah. Which I did
1: not get to play. I didn't get around to that one. She said it
2: was that, her you know. favorite. Hands down it was it was one of I love
1: Studio Ghibli and I loved the first uh Nino Kuni. Well, the first one on PS3. Uh, um really beautiful game. Mm. I mean, yeah. You yeah, Joe Hisaishi who the guy who scores the yeah. the the music for um the Ghibli films. But for a game, yeah, that is a beautiful game. I didn't get to play the second one, though, so I mm. about that. Um, some of my other favorites, the small ones that I just want to mention in passing, yeah, were Another World 20th Anniversary Edition came out on Switch. Mm. That was, like, um, one of the games that influenced Hideo Kojima. Um, and, uh, yeah, really classic cinematic adventure game. <laughs> Dude, the Capcom beat 'em up bundle. You guys, you remember like arcade beat em up games? Yeah. Side scroller beat em up. Capcom yeah. put out one that was a collection of seven titles. Whoa. Two of which have never been released at, at home before. What? Yeah. And so you know, there's like Captain Commando um, Armored Warriors was this one where you played as mechs in like a beat em up thing. Great, great
0: collection. Com- really well. Capcom
1: Combo What? Capcom Beat'em Com- Up Bundle.
0: Dude, this sounds like one of those like you know the gift of like take my money. <laughs> yeah. You know when I saw it, it came out on Switch and when I saw it I was like I have to get this.
1: I mean, especially two arcade games that that had never been released on home console before. Yeah. Like that's out of control cool. So, um that was one of my favorite retro collections this year. I like to play retro collections. Nice. Um it had a Final Fight on there, Battle Circuit. Oh man. Um Couple of other ones. These but, are hardcore, yeah. oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Classic Capcom beat 'em ups. Um, another retro collection was the SNK 40th anniversary collection. That was like 80s uh, arcade games and some really hard games on there, but really fun. Athena, Ikari Warriors, um, Warriors. Got to pronounce that correctly. Uh, Mega Man Eleven. Ooh,
0: let's hear about it.
1: So Mega Man, you want to talk about trends and ruts. <laughs> <laughs> I love Mega Man, but the series is formulaic to the point of self-parody. Um <laughs> the classic series especially uh fell off. Um the X series fell off. Everything about the Mega Man series fell off. Um all yeah. the different versions, you know, because at a certain point it's like, okay, well, I've done this, exactly this, fought eight bosses and I I'm, I'm going to
0: jump in for a quick second. Yeah. Um uh, and and you can shut me down if this is too big of a leap. Do you have thoughts on Mega Man Legends? I yes, I do. <laughs> I do have thoughts. Now that on could
2: Mega be Man. very easily loathe or
0: love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll just keep we'll just keep it to like a, a Maximus in the middle of the ring. Give me a thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, what are we talking? Bad, oh! <laughs> okay, now I I actually do love Mega Man Legends. A uh, Legends, excuse me.
1: Um, I loved it when it came out. Yeah. I love it a little less now. Okay, but that's because it's early 3D, right? And early 3D is mostly crap. Yeah. Um, the controls are awful. Um, I think it's tank controls, so yeah. like side to side and then pivoting and stuff like that. And uh, I like that they reinvented Mega Man in an interesting way yeah. and kind of infused a little more storyline into what were pretty much story less games. Yeah. Oh, PlayStation One. Yeah, yeah PS1, dude. dude. Yeah. Dear God. And so uh, well, there a was a Mega Man Legends 3 that was going to come out, and Capcom canceled it like a mm. bunch of idiots. So, dude, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> uh,
0: I, I just threw it out there because that was like probably the one major diversion from the, the formula, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, then you get to Mega Man Battle Network um, that were RPGs. Yeah. Uh, there's Mega Man Z, Mega Man or Zero or something like that. I've never played those. Um so there's some later Mega Man renditions. Right. But classic Mega Man, um, it had been a while since he'd had a game, and so Mega Man eleven rolls out, and I'm like, okay, this game has to be accurate to the original series in order to be welcomed by the fans. Yeah. But at the same time have a reason to exist. Right. You know, if it's just gonna be a rehash <laughs> of Mega Man 2, then why is this game coming out? Right. So they came out with this interesting um, mechanic where it's called a double gear system where you can temporarily increase Mega Man's power output Hmm. um, and it'll overload his circuits for a little bit so it's temporary. Um, Or you could slow time by speeding up Mega Man. Okay. So Hmm. at first I was like, that sounds real gimmicky. Like... Uselessly gimmicky <laughs> but they designed the levels in such a way that you kind of have to use them. Okay, um, not as much as maybe they should have, but they made the levels much longer, um, like a lot longer. The first time I played through a level, I was like, When is this over? Like, oh, it's, yeah? it's a really long stage, and the bosses can be pretty tough too. So, you've got to use that mechanic. Uh, it, it felt like the classic Mega Man games in terms of weight. And pace and all that. So mm, that's cool. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I like
2: how they went back to like an OG <laughs> costume setup, at least yeah. for the branding of it. Like the cover, like that Mega Man outfit is like oh He doesn't have like a lot of like gears and no, stuff no, no, on no, him, yeah. Or, yeah, they just went old school. On I mean, him.
1: that's yeah, that is classic. That's rock. That's the original Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, his voice is weird. because I always like, when I see classic Mega Man, I'm like, he should sound like a child (laughs) not like, alright Dr. White, I'll go take care of it what are you, like 30? it's kind of weird, I don't know but uh, yeah, voice acting's off but, what, voice acting isn't, just kidding Uh, next uh, I gotta give a shout out to Shadow of the Colossus PS4 Um, the third game ever that I've given a perfect 10 to Really? Because I gave a very high score to the original Shadow of the Colossus, and this game updated the visuals and a couple other things, and I was like, that's all it needed. It's a perfect game, as far as what it does. Concise. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to have all this other, you know, bells and whistles. Yeah. Um, just a beautiful game. So what are the other games you've ten before? Uh, Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh. And Chrono Trigger. Of Whoa. course, you love Chrono Trigger. Well, I spent 17,000 <laughs> words. I kid you not. What did they call them earlier?
0: A, a, nin, a Nintendo? Nintendo. <laughs>
1: what a Nintendo. <laughs> but I took 17,000 words, the longest review I will ever write in my life, <laughs> um, to try to break down whether it's even possible to decide objective qualities and compare them and all this stuff. Right. Um, and talk about the development of Chrono Trigger and how it used its limitations and all these things to succeed and how you couldn't ever make a game like it again because of a, a unique combination of talents um huh. and i think its sequel proves you you can never make chrono trigger again
2: chrono Trigger is also joseph martinez's favorite game
1: yeah Oh, it's a
0: favorite of many people. Yeah, it's pretty um, much you could like go into a room of nerds and be like, Chrono Trigger. And then, like, all of a sudden, everyone's like, yeah, hey, yeah, Chrono people Trigger. Start Chrono
1: Trigger. Like, oh, just bleeding everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, Chrono Trigger, my favorite game. And I tried to prove why. Uh, but that's another story. I like how you said, I try to prove. Try to prove why. Yeah. You know? A lot it,
2: of people are like, oh, no, I proved it. It's done. You should just take my words.
0: I mean, like, yeah. Like, one guy had an interesting thing.
1: So so he was like, well, arcade games, arcade machines contemporaneous with the Super Nintendo actually put out a lot better visuals. And I was like, yeah, but you can't have an RPG on an arcade machine. So they're kind of not comparable, really. But talking in the context of just home consoles, much different. Yeah. Um, Moonlighter. Did you guys play Moonlighter? Mm -mm. Ever heard of it?
2: No, but... One of the top games that people put on your Twitter thing was was um, Hollow Knight, and then I think it was it was Blue, Blue yeah. Williams, and uh, she said, come on, Red, you already know, and it's a gif of Hollow Knight, and then you said Moonlight. Moonlighter. You <laughs> <She> said Moonlighter? <laughs> right. Cause and then it, she has that gif of that little girl with, like, buck teeth and she's yeah, like, like weird. Weird.
1: <laughs> Because um, in the collab that we're doing, collab, in the event that we're doing right now on the site, um, which is each writer... Uh, up until the 15th, I believe, writes about a different choice for their game of the year from 2018. And then at the end, we're going to have readers vote on which one they think we should nominate as g- our game of the year. I like that. So um, I picked Moonlighter just because nobody else was going to. And I was like, <laughs> I love this game. So it's essentially, you are the shopkeeper NPC in a, in a classic RPG. You are You're not, NPC? Yeah. But you're not the hero of the story. So you're the shopkeeper. You have to figure out how to keep your shop stocked for the actual adventurers. And you have to go into dungeons and things like that and, oh, and find that treasures cool. and sell them. And I was like, yeah, this is a cool idea. Um, and it was fun. It, it had randomly generated dungeon layouts. And then you went out there at night. And then by day, you had your day job, which was selling you know, these different items and bartering. When does council. this guy sleep? You don't sleep. Really well. <laughs> well, you go into a dungeon. And you either get your butt kicked, or you come out and go to sleep for a little bit, wake up the next day, open shop. So, like, then, people come to you and be like, hey, man, do you got the crystal of... No, they'll, like, come in, they'll wander around, and they'll kind of, like, look at prices, and you kind of got to measure the in-game economy. Mm-hmm. So, like, if people look at your prices and they're like, and then they walk out, and then you're like, I gotta drop prices. No. <laughs> but then if you sell too much of one item, then it lowers the cost, because there's, you know, people are just like, oh, this is common. Yeah. so you gotta play around with some of that there're shoplifters that'll come in and you gotta like beat them up before they leave <laughs> with your stuff was a fun little game yeah uh, real cool how big, how large is this game not large at all no. I mean if can't remember how long it took to beat it but it was an indie game so that sounds really cool Yeah, it wasn't short like you know three hours or something it
2: sounds like a cool original concept I've never heard of that before yeah you know there's
1: another game I can't know i don't know how it's pronounced rectar or something like that um that's apparently similar i've never played it but you know you play as a shopkeeper so that's fun um two last games to mention octopath traveler
0: i hear so many different mixed reviews on that
1: yep so there's a reason for that um it's people i love the (laughs) artwork i love the designs yeah so If you like classic RPGs, like JRPGs, and we were talking about that on the Final Fantasy podcast. Right. What's this game called again? Octopath Traveler. Absolutely gorgeous game. Look at it in motion. Try and pull up a trailer.
0: Um, I shouldn't do this. Very quick segue. Yes. Side note. Have you played I Am Setsuna?
1: I love I am Setsuna. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, as a fan yeah. of classic, yeah. we're like super <laughs> I, it. I love it. <laughs> as All right, a, okay, go. Ahead. I'm no, sorry. No, no, I'll just say as a because this is bridges in as a fan of classic JRPGs like the 90s era JRPGs. Yeah. Um, I felt I am Setsuna really hit that nail hard. Mm. It was it was brief. It wasn't like an RPG today where you're like, I'm going to drop 200 hours on this <laughs> right. It was just like, you know, 30 hours, beat the game, it had a cohesive storyline, it was very like straightforward, linear, you had all these characters that were good at different things, things like that. You know, turn-based con- uh, combat, but with the ATB system, the active time battle system. So, um, But with Octopath Traveler, sort of the same thing. Definitely a throwback to the 90s JRPG, which... My opinion was the height of DRPGs. Yeah. I like what they um, did
2: with like, they kind of enhanced the two D camera from up top, right? And they kind of like lowered the 2D, perspective,
1: three D at the same time. Yeah, I like that. So they as you're playing, like are you watching video?
2: Uh, um, yeah, yeah, gifts and stuff.
1: Um, as you're playing it, there's you know all these different levels of uh things that scroll past from different perspectives. It blurs things in the foreground and background. It it's lighting on water. It's lighting on caves and things like that. Just looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, So what's the mixed reviews? So the game is structured around you picking uh, one of eight characters to start with. That's the Octopath part. Mm. They each have four chapters, four paths to take um, before you resolve their storylines. But their eight storylines do not converge. So you're not building up toward a final boss in the sense that classic JRPGs did. They kind of function in isolation but you can pick up the rest of them as you're playing the game but you, they can never have converging plot lines so i think a lot of people were expecting that and that's just not in the game so i i do think that that's something that they really could have done to strengthen the game mm-hmm. um, cuz at a certain point you're just like well i'm just taking off boxes who created you know? this game uh not Tokyo RPG factory um is square, square Enix, Enix. Yeah, cool. yeah, so the cool thing about this that I read <coughs> is Square Enix said because there was such a good response to this game in terms of sales that they're going to um put out more games like this, nice. which I think this is looks great. really yeah, I'm watching I, actually
2: yeah. like videos and so, like I would play a. Uh, a Zelda game like this. Yeah. I'll play a oh, yeah. Pokemon game it's, like this. It's
1: gorgeous. I mean, it takes the 16-bit era that so many people love. And walking, You
2: would think that between the 16-bit era and the 3D, that this would have came... <laughs> no, 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 no.
1: Yeah, because 3D came too soon. Right, exactly, like, right? yeah. could have used a little more time this... in the oven.
2: This is like like the light coming through the yeah. oh it's beautiful the trees and like yeah. you're in a dungeon you you have a little thing mm-hmm. yeah a little lantern yeah the lighting
1: is is really great on it, Octopath. it looks Travel. freaking great it's a great game I think it's freaking um, great so yeah Octopath I only have to finish one more storyline um some of the storylines are really great like maybe three of them <laughs> the other ones are kind of like very and- incidental storyline. Telling, so it's like things will just happen to your character. And you're like, well, that doesn't put them at the center of their story, mm. but, um, and otherwise, pretty good game. Uh, and that takes me to my choice for game of the year 2018, mm-hmm. which is Chrono Trigger released on <laughs> Steam. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Bitch, it's like
2: my favorite movie of 2018 was the Dark Knight 10th anniversary release.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, the Steam release looks like it was it was terrible because they ported. They ported... <laughs> Dude,
2: That would have just. I would. I would go to the store and buy you a. F- freaking <laughs> Nintendo stamp. <laughs> like you should have Blythe like, create for you a graphic that when you know, like, oh, I know people are gonna think I'm a Nintendo, and I really don't care right now. It's just like Nintendo approved, like a stamp, <laughs> Nintend- like the graphic Tool looks. <laughs> That's it hilarious. looks like a stamp.
1: Yeah, no, I could not say that in all good conscience. <laughs> uh, yeah, they carried over the mobile port for some reason, mm. and not the Super Nintendo version. Or even the Game Boy Advance version, like what? What is wrong? Or the DS version? I can't remember which it is, but Moonlight. yeah, I don't care about that. I don't play on Steam anyway. Steam is, anyways. So um, <laughs> my favorite game of the year was Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Hmm. Um, Ooh, really? Yeah, I've had late, so late much in the year fun. game. Yeah, late, yeah. too late to be nominated for any awards, right? Strategy, um, and then and then by. The time next year's Game Awards rolls out, like we're gonna forget it, it. Doesn't count technically because it mm-hmm. didn't come out that year. But um did Nintendo put that game right in front of Christmas for a reason? <laughs> like I, I know so many people that got a Switch on Christmas, yeah, so they could play that game, yeah. Um, and it is. Well, I would John, yeah, <laughs> yeah John did, yeah. If you you can name people off the top of your head, yeah, like, yeah. I would have, but I, I'm I have to go find a home. <laughs> <laughs> um. I've I've been a fan of the Smash series since the '64. Oh yeah, um, I remember playing that in, in high school, just like owning as Blue Kirby. <laughs> it had to be Blue Kirby. Yeah, yep. Kirby was I, my I, guy. Yeah, the casuals yeah. there. Right here. Um, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Smash Ultimate is the ultimate Smash game. Yeah. I mean, it has what seventy four fighters. Yeah, ridiculous. Do you think it's a little bit too much though?
2: Like, possibly. I, 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 I but thoroughly enjoyed thing. it.
1: All the older versions still exist. Right, so it's like if you want a more concise version, you can have those. Yeah, um, just if provided you have the hardware. Yeah, of course, but uh, yeah, like eight hundred songs,
0: like somebody, <laughs>
1: somebody was or like nine hundred something like that. Somebody online was like, so I bought this soundtrack and it came with Super Mar- or Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. It was like it's, <laughs> a, I mean, it is a soundtrack. Yeah, and it, it has so much. Content. It has an adventure mode that's like an RPG, like a quasi RPG. Hmm. I was like, "This is kind of like you know, it's a fun mini game." Thirty four hours later, I beat it. Whoa! I was like, "This is crazy." <laughs> Thirty four hours. Yeah. Okay. They came up with a thing when they first unveiled it. I was like, "This is stupid." It just looks so tacked on. It was uh, this thing, these things called spirits, which were characters from other games that weren't playable. Right. Um. So you know, like Doctor Wiley. Is like a spirit from Mega Man and stuff like that. Like, Zero from Mega Man X. All these things. And there were at launch, like, 1,200 of them in the game that you could collect. <gasps> like, I've been spending so much time collecting them from Adventure Mode and from other modes. I'm at, like, 900, and they're adding more to this game.
2: Oh my goodness. Yeah,
1: and I was just like, this is insane how much is put into this game. You got Classic Mode, you got Online Multiplayer, you got Local Co-op Multiplayer, you got all these different spirit board adventure <laughs> books. I was like, this, like, for a fighting game, Yeah, I mean, the largest crossover fighting game in existence, hands down. I went back and checked. Like, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, do you guys remember that? Yeah. Oh, Had a yeah. huge roster. Oh, yeah. This is like twice as big. As, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a ridiculous amount of. Cloud from Final <laughs> Fantasy 7 is in this game. Mega Man, Sonic the Hedgehog, yeah. Solid Snake. Like, what? Oh, but yeah. Did it you is know that? such a. Yeah. yeah,
0: they're even bringing in uh, the dude from Persona 5. The Joker? Yeah. The Joker? Uh, yeah. Well, from that's Persona, his name 5. In Persona 5. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, The Joker? DC, The yeah. Joker?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and F16? <laughs> like, yeah, as a playable character. Gundam?
0: <laughs> dude, if Gundam was in there, that would okay. be awesome. Are you
1: guys one of those guys who are like, Deshura Goku? <laughs> <laughs> no. <Okay>. Uh,
2: <laughs> no, but I do want to give a special shout out in 2018 for Jump Dragon Horse. Ball Fighters.
1: No, I Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Course. Yeah, I don't know what any oh, of those For, are, so.
2: for 2018, oh. yeah. yeah that was fun. That's... It was total fun. Each each frame was hand-drawn. Like, everything. Yeah, that was, was a beautiful-looking game. It was absolutely game. good. But you know
1: what was a good fighting game from last year? Super Smash Bros. <laughs> 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 it was unprecedented. <laughs> I mean, there were so many... Bayonetta? There were so many r- ridiculous characters in this game. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, it... It's one of those games, though, that's so big, you could never please anybody. Right. Right? So there are still people who are like, this game sucks because it doesn't have... Sora. Right? (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. It does like, pick a random character. You know, I can't believe they didn't put Sora in the game. It's like, dude, 74 characters. Like, you can play as a Charizard. Are you kidding me? And that doesn't, like, tickle your fancy? It tickles mine. It tickles all of mine. (laughs) uh so yeah it's yeah it's it's a it's a fighting game that i've spent hundreds of hours on like and i never thought i would live to see the day so um i even made a red mage me fighter and was kicking butt with that thing like that is that's amazingly cool that you can do all that so
2: so real quick on the on the twitter feed that you had yes um a lot of people uh so this is play jack he goes my 2018 picks out of what I have played and seen so far, is Detroit Become Human, and that was a couple of people's.
1: Yeah, they put a lot. On. Sort of uh, that looked in. like a really well presented game.
0: I, um, anything com- that's made by David Cage is the the like lead designer writer guy on that. Anything he comes out with is uh, I have mixed feelings on. Remember yeah. uh, on PS3 generation, um, oh, I see the the image of like the paper crane. Um, it was a murder mystery.
2: Oh yeah, heavy rain. rain. Heavy rain. Every rain. rain. Yeah. Same dude. Same dude. Yeah. That was a. That was that was like an acquired taste game. Yeah. Like it was actually a really. To that's me, that's what I feel like.
0: The games are an acquired taste. Okay. Yeah. Like, the, like he tries to explore societal. And like cultural themes that maybe he's not quite ready to. So it's like, oh, hmm. you're, like, you're like right on the. <laughs> he's like, I, just, I read oh, this just, book, like, yeah. And so let's make a game, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah almost like, like he's like, I took philosophy one on one, and now I'm gonna. <laughs> like, now I'm, <laughs> 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 I was listening to a podcast. All on the nose,
1: I haven't played this game, but I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I, I was listening to this
2: podcast, and this uh, this philosophy teacher, he has this, like doctorate in philosophy. And he's like the worst type of student. Is a first year college student who just took a philosophy 101 class. <laughs> right, yeah. They're all sitting in the common room, just yeah. like prove that like, I took real, a man. I
1: took a world history class, and I'm going to change all my worldviews. <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> like you, taking like yeah, taking like a a student film class doesn't make you like a and in Ebert. <laughs> right. Uh,
2: Playjack Jack uh, also had okay. That was his number one. Then he had Dragon Ball Fighters. I agree with that. Mega Man Eleven and God of War. Uh, geek with uh geek geek with that has a god of war, some say it was the best, others don't, but the game breathed life into my gaming a ha- hobby when I was getting very cynical and burnt out yeah I would agree and I that. empathize yeah. with
1: that because yeah. I mean I haven't played the game, but it's pretty easy to get cynical with gaming. you have a lot of the same stuff,
2: so how do you pronounce or is it just the lettering like the a b x y Yeah, the a b you say it ABSKY, say it
1: ABXY. Okay, the AB-X- it's, in case you didn't know, it's the the buttons on the right side of a controller, right? Uh, on the Super Nintendo. Got it. Okay, AB-X-Y, AB-X-Y.
2: ABXY. That makes sense. I remember that now. He said uh, it was Linten- Nintendo Labo. <laughs> He's like, yeah. kidding. It was obviously Guacamole too.
1: Guacamole. Uh, Guacamele, Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, he doesn't shut up. But- <laughs> <laughs> Why? Like
2: what? Nah, what, what well, what does he he, it's about great.
1: It looks like a great, fun, unique, interesting game. Uh, that he wrote a great review on so if you're curious you should check it out check it out um but i he always recommends me to play it, like every day i was just like i will maybe eventually get to it <laughs> but it's been reviewed so that's kind of here's one from a uh, linguistic dragon at dragon ketea jrpgs and i normally don't get on all that well despite my best efforts but something about octopath traveler just clicked i had such a good time with that game and i still can't put my finger on why mm so, do you
2: think do you know why?
1: For me, um because just looking at I'm still looking at it. Oh it's beautiful. Yeah. It, I mean, one of the most beautiful games yeah. I saw last year. In a different way than mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. obviously like not realistic. Yeah, like but not like RDR2. RDR2 right. is beautiful. This but is like, there are things that you mm. could do that are still beautiful, like its use of lighting and color. Right. For example, it's color palette is very beautiful. Um I can't say why it clicked for them, but for me it clicked because I pine for those uh, the way that JRPGs used to be before they became, uh, anime commercials, right? So, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure how a lot of
2: that. people, a lot of people did uh, uh God of War, yeah, um, cardiac for drop, Spider Man, yeah, this uh, <laughs> is funny, cardiac drop at cardiac drop said <laughs> boy. <in>. Boy. <laughs> boy, boy, boy,
1: boy, uh, boy, Liath or Liath Gray. Uh, most of the games I played didn't come out in 2018, but of the ones that did spidey was my fate. I can see that. Yeah.
2: That oh, was what was your favorite suit in the Spider-Man?
1: Oh, definitely that that cartoon suit. Really? Yeah. The the one that looks like it's ripped from a comic book. Yeah. Uh, Cell shaded or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh that yeah, I was like I you could throw out all those dumb techno suits and I will take that suit <laughs> like any day. Yeah.
2: What is Okay, so
1: Volkov at Jess Volkov Gris. Griss, i just downloaded last night and started playing with my wife it's an art house game okay um i didn't get that far in it at all because i'm playing it together with my wife mm. but um it's it looks beautiful it looks like it's hand-drawn animation it looks like it reminded me of like the wall animation okay uh pink floyd mm-hmm. right uh that is just like super fluid like i was playing and i was like dude the f- the The frames per second on this game has got to be, like, bigger than two bazillion. Right. Because it looks super smooth. So, um... Yeah. But I, I don't have much else to say on that. There's, uh, the rebel Tom who said, DJ Max respect. I hadn't even heard of that. <laughs> have you? <laughs> no. Okay, it's a rhythm game that he said, you know, if we're talking in pure fun and most enjoyable game of 2018, this is mine. I was uh, like, Dude, totally like, fair. A lot you know. I know
2: a lot of people that still play it's not DDR, but they play with their fingers. Like,
0: oh, I know, yeah,
1: nice. but
2: instead of like four, like up, down, left, right, but I mean, you have to go to the rhythm. But it's actually eight. It's your four fingers besides your thumb on each hand, and you're like clicking. Yeah, da, da,
1: da, rhythm da, games da, can be a da, lot of fun, da, 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 da. in my opinion. They're they're always kind of like like mobile games. They're always kind of like this is a really, good video. but it kind of emphasizes the game part, of video game, right? right
2: uh chris ramble pack Cisnero, um at, at I can't see oh at c Cisnero, uh iron class, if I had to choose, but he said ton already well iron class I haven't heard that one
1: is it iconoclast
2: oh excuse me, iconoclast, yeah
1: yeah, uh, that's an indie uh I haven't played it, and I heard mixed things about it, but uh some people really enjoy it, yeah, uh this is from Blackbird Frost. Didn't play a wide selection of games last year, so I'm going to defer to Warframe. Uh, the Fortuna expansion was pretty nice, if not a bit short-lived. Be great if they had an actual open-world multiplayer experience rather than the Guild Wars-esque hubtown plus or er, instanced group maps. Mm. I haven't played either of those games either. Mm.
2: Uh, we ended off with this one because uh, this one that we talked about here, console game at console gamer. But it's spelled without the E. G-A-M-R. Uh, tough question. I have two candidates. God of War, on a pure gameplay perspective. It's brisk and focused, and has deep and varied combat. <laughs> Agreed. RDR2, for sheer immersion and wonder. It's one of those rare games that I think of constantly, even when I'm not playing it. It's a tie. And I have to agree. Those
1: are yeah. top games. Can do one sure. more? This is, yeah, this is a great shout-out right here. This is Adventure Rules. He said Okami HD. Oh was released on Switch in 2018, and it was the first time I ever played Okami. It's easily one of the best games I have played. Beautiful art, music, and story with great Zelda-adjacent gameplay. Mm. Have you played Okami? Yeah. From the sounds of you, have played (laughs) Okami. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's that's like a secret Zelda. It really is. Yeah. And by Capcom, and man, that is a good game. So you play as essentially this sun deity, Amaterasu, Who comes down to Earth in the shape of a wolf to combat this great cursed uh, monster Orochi that uh, is terrorizing the land and cursing it? Um, But you play as this wolf, and your ability is uh, the Celestial Brush, I believe it was called. I played it on the Wii originally, and you could draw on the screen with motion controls. Oh yeah! So you would paint like a circle with like a line coming out of it, and make a bomb. I was like, this is such a fun interesting lively colorful full of personality game yeah like that game has so much personality yeah um really an unforgettable experience and the visuals i mean check it out for just a split second the visuals are like this japanese watercolor traditional art form but you're playing it in a 3d environment and it is just flat out gorgeous in hd even more so Mm. so that yeah that's a re-release but man what a game yeah it if you have gorgeous. not played Okami, that's that a must play.
2: There is a game. I don't know. My dad accidentally, because my dad got a PlayStation for my brother, and he accidentally downloaded a game. I don't know what it is. It could be called Swan Lake, For I know, but it's pure black and white, and it's just white. Like, you're in an infinite white.
0: I think that's on PS3 originally came out. Like, Swan something. I know what you're talking and about. And then you, like, shoot black balls, yeah. and then
2: you make, like, there's a a landscape, right, Jay? Like, what's the way of, like, describing yeah, unf- it? Like It's called
0: the Unfinished Swan
1: unfinished Swan, yeah yeah yeah. i haven't played that
2: that was a weird one i i liked it for its creativity and it was a different style of game i Mm -hmm. like that i didn't play much of it but i just you know what i did play i I thoroughly enjoyed it so they probably re-released it for the playstation four uh real quick uh let's go around our games that we're looking forward to in uh 19 uh me obviously kingdom hearts three i'm gonna take that one i'm really stoked about that one finally gone through um playing it with my kids i think there's something beautiful about that kingdom Hearts. We'll probably do a Kingdom Hearts episode here in the next month or so, reviewing one and two, and then going into three. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited about Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Moses? Untitled Goose Game.
0: Untitled Goose Game? (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) Dude, that game looks so fun. (laughs) Uh, Seriously? What? Oh my gosh. Is that... Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, dude. That game looks... Awesome.
1: You guys remember Katamari Damacy? Yeah, it kind of looks like the same thing. And Katamari Damacy got a re-release. Uh Katamari Reroll. Okay. I think it was on the Switch. But that if you've never played Katamari Damacy, you've never played. I know for sure. What the
0: hell? is this? Yeah. Great game. Dude it is so bonkers we need to have
1: a katamari demasi episode
0: <laughs> serious we could talk forever about that oh it is so bonkers
1: can we do a mage cast on katamari demasi yes. someday okay yeah we
2: need to do that sure give me a game uh, that or he'll go over there dude what is this like a duck that terrorizes freaking <laughs> yeah. farmer
0: you literally
2: as a duck terrorizing like
1: <laughs> okay hiding the it's in the title though it's a like... it's a goose right it's in the oh, title. it's a goose sorry <laughs> yeah Uh, Well, whatever they call it, because right now it's just untitled Goose Game.
2: So, like like so literally funny. this guy's like and he's chasing this farmer's like, what the hell away from me? And he like turned on his sprinkler and the guy's like, what the hell are you doing? And then while he's turned around, he's like eating his shit. Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I watching? The, the social commentary and that. <laughs> be out, and then the there's
2: the multiplayer where it's a flock of
1: geese yeah. and you come and terrorize Okay, it so down. that's actually not my choice. <laughs> I just think that game looks super fun. It's uh, seriously guys. Yeah. Yes. I don't oh have God. too many uh, anticipated games for 2019. It kind of looks like a return to the grim dark. Um, I don't know. Could be wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. <laughs> don't really care either way. There's 30 years of gaming to play.
2: Uh, Anthem supposed to come drop this year. But, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, one for yeah. me. Oh, yeah, they, Resident yeah. Evil 2. They're remaking that one. Yeah. yeah.
1: I've never played the original. I've played the first Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. But I've never played Res Evil 2. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah. Jump Force. Doom Eternal. Jump Force. I don't know what jump into the world. Oh, Jump Force uh, is that fighting one, right? Yeah, with all the. Uh... If Spike Spiegel isn't in it, I don't want <laughs> to play it. Forget it. You missed opportunity. Um, I'm going to say Metroid Prime 4, if it does come out this year. If not, uh, maybe the Pokemon RPG they're supposed to release. I don't know.
0: Mm.
1: I don't know. I'm sure I'll find something as the year goes on To be like, this is what I was born for this year. <laughs> but, yeah, for now. I mean, it ain't Last of Us 2, to tell you what. Because, like, I have enough, like, night terrors without playing <laughs> the Last of Us. Thank you very much. And I'm yeah. not talking about, like, the clickers. I'm talking about, like, oh, man, I'm an ugly game.
0: But anyways, <laughs> thematically, so. Go ahead. Uh, for me, I'm going to say, uh, 2019 looks like it's going to be, like, the year of the Samurai game. Oh, oh Ghosts of Tsushima? Yeah, there's that like, that, like, Ghost of Tsushima. There's Neo 2. Sekiro uh, Sekiro. Yeah, and that also that's uh what is it Sekiro or Sekiro? Uh, Shadows yeah. Die twice. Yeah. All three of those games to me look amazing balls. So, I'm super excited. I mean, yes, Kingdom Hearts is probably the most like in the very near immediate future excited for. Yeah, But long-term looking forward through the year, A, I'm just like a samurai nerd. One of my favorite PS2 games um was Way of the Samurai mm-hmm. where it's like a uh uh branching narrative, choose your own adventure style samurai game. Mm -hmm. Um, But these games coming out just looks like so much fun. Anytime you can give me uh, a katana and tell me to go hack people up, (laughs) you've got my money. So I'm excited.
2: (laughs) I'm still laughing over this untitled goose cave. (laughs) 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 And this farmer just looks like, let's just just kill me now because i can't live my life because this literally this goose, goose is is terrorizing my family because i can't get my farming done and he's bald too he's already bald the farmer poor yeah, guy like the
1: end of his rope then yeah and this goose is
2: just <laughs> <laughs> that'd be horrible if at the end of the game the guy commits suicide because
1: of this guy. oh man, that'd be terrible. <laughs> that's terrible that's uh, <laughs> terrible
2: Okay, y'all, thank you so much for coming in on this episode of Opinioneering. It was a good long one. We'll probably split it up into two. But it was uh, our picks and why for Games of the Year of 2018. And then uh, Moses, the well-read mage, went on about different games, that <clears throat> some that I haven't heard of, some that Jay has, and just more uh, in-depth for our uh, hardcore gamers out there. Um, yeah, so talk to you all again some other time. Uh, in the meantime, I am one of your hosts, Danny, and we also have... Jason.
1: And our special guest, the, well, the well-read mage in... Uh, thewellredmage.com. As Liam Neeson, as Moses. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. And
2: also check out the Well Read Mage podcast, Mage Cast, where they go very much in depth in a lot of video games. Uh, if you want to hear uh, our take, J- Moses entered it uh, and talked about it earlier uh, with uh, us talking about the Arkham
1: series. Sorry. <laughs> Episode It's a Madhouse. It's a Madhouse. Yes, it's check called. it out.
2: Yes. Okay. Thank you all.